Guys, it's Mike, Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, Episode 17. I want to start, and I want to say I'm sorry. I cannot believe it's been three and a half months since I've put one of these out. Um, I feel really bad about that. I could have gone over a ton of different different topics during our time on uh, stay home <laughs> uh, coronavirus uh, isolation, but uh, I just couldn't find the motivation to do it. I, uh, I didn't want to bring you guys something that wasn't as fun. And so tonight we have a great episode. I have Wes Evans and Reagan Gray of Gambling the Ozarks, uh, which is the Gambler 500 uh, version here in Arkansas or in the Ozark Mountains, I guess. Really, it's not necessarily just Arkansas. But uh, it's about an hour and 10 minutes of us sitting around a table in Wes's um, garage and had a great time. Went through a bunch of beers and uh, and hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it. Uh, if this is your first time listening to a podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you. And to everybody that's been listening to all of them, I really, really appreciate you guys and uh, can't thank you enough for uh, for just staying around. So here we go. All right, guys, here we go. I have Wes Evans and Reagan. <clears throat> Reagan, what is your last name? Gray. Gray. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so got them with us. Uh, they are Gambler 500 um, all the way. I, just wait till you see the YouTube video of some of the super cool stuff they've got out here. Um, but you guys you guys do a lot with the Arkansas Gambler, right? We do. Oh, gambling the Ozarks. Gambling exactly. the Ozarks, yep. So I'll have links to all of the uh, events page and things like that. I don't know, whatever the hell you guys tell me to put down in the description. <laughs> We're going to do that, okay? We'll so. Yeah, so it's exciting. They have some super cool cars, and I don't know if we'll gather all of the stories tonight uh, on this, so that this may be multi, multi, multi podcast setup. Um, so not this one particular one. We're gonna run through some shit real quick, and then we'll uh, add other stories you think of later. Sound it, good? It gets yeah. deep for sure. But yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, so let's let's start. Eleven um, year old. Both of y'all, like, what is what is that kid like? Like, is is he a car guy? I wasn't a car guy. I was a take stuff apart guy. Okay. So, like, the first time I took anything apart, I wanted a remote control car for Christmas. And I wanted this just cheesy Toys R Us remote control car. And my uncle owned a pawn shop. And rather than get a cheesy one, my parents went to the pawn shop and got a good one that had, yeah. been, that had been pawned. And it was a, a – I, I don't remember – the brand or whatever, but it was like a racing four-wheel drive buggy remote oh, car. Yeah. And I got it for Christmas and took it outside in the driveway and run the battery down and took it inside and took it apart. Every bolt, <laughs> all the way apart. I had no idea what I was doing. I just, I've always been interested in how stuff works and why things do what they do. So I've, I've just always taken things apart. I took apart dirt bikes when I was a kid and three-wheelers and that, and that remote control car. So I wasn't necessarily a car guy. I was just a I'm just interested in the mechanics of like, like how like a mechanical engineering yeah. side of stuff. I got you. All right, yeah, man. And main when I was 11, I was kind of a uh, underprivileged white dairy farm kid growing up. You know, and, <laughs> and basically, uh, I don't have a butt today because my dad worked my ass off as a kid, and uh, so I was His always wife's looking, shaking her head too. Yeah. So basically, I was I was. Uh, you know, always trying to find something to get me out of the house and, and have fun with. And I, I, mechanics has always kind of got me. And 
my dad had this Volkswagen Rabbit diesel pickup truck that he had bought for coon hunting. He could put the dogs in the back. I mean, this thing, these things are hideous. I mean, they got like 50 miles a gallon, but somebody had hit it, hit him, pulled out in front of him, and he totaled it. And so the front was smashed, the radiator was messed up, the, the front driver's side wheel was just crooked. And uh, of course, you know, the only thing I know how to do is drive a tractor. So I took a chain out there. I had no clue what I was doing. I was strap a chain around that and I started yanking <laughs> on it. And uh, man, I tore up these dirt roads around this area with, with red diesel in my <laughs> Volkswagen Rabbit pickup truck. <laughs> And, and, and at 11 and 12 years old uh, yeah That's 11 awesome. years old i mean back then nobody nobody cared yeah. you know and and uh, i'd pull i'd pull a lawnmower trailer behind me and i'd mow by man i had like 20 yards every every little <laughs> old lady thought that i was just yep. the best you know and, 15 20 bucks you were like half of what anybody else yeah. should have been i did the same thing i, I really wish <laughs> i could go back and see how bad that truck really drove because i remember just <laughs> i would literally take a run at that wheel trying to get it straight with that chain so it couldn't have been it couldn't have been good and, your, uh, so did your dad drive it after that no no i mean maybe it, a time no, or two it, it was done it, <laughs> he was like it was okay, a complete total pile you drop that have at it dude yeah and, and looking at it now i mean those those are actually pretty sought after yeah so i, I kind of wish we still had it probably not extent. that one anymore yeah i mean that one has some memories i mean i, I did some pretty <laughs> stupid stuff in it but i drove that till i, I mean i bet I, I probably put three years on that thing you know that's just, awesome but uh i'm just a young dumb kid you know right and uh but yeah tearing up some dirt roads that really kind of got me learning how to drive i mean I don't know if anybody has ever really knows what it's like to drive a diesel rabbit with a five-speed in it, but they're gutless. I mean, so you're basically pinning it and dumping the clutch, you know? So it really teaches <laughs> at, you how at to- At 12 not, years old, that's awesome. Yeah, not not only <laughs> learn how to drive a standard, learn how to drive a really crappy standard. Yeah, all at 3,500 RPM, max yeah. RPM, right? Good clutch control. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about, like you guys have some super cool stuff here, right? cool cars i mean have it's, had, it's have, relative have owned, right <laughs> it's cool to me you know um but but what is like if you were to pick top one two because we don't have all night top one two cars that you've that you've built or you've owned that you've done some modifications to things like that not just regular normal daily driver so what would what would jealous cars be you want to go first or want me to... I'll, I'll go first my, my it's easy for me because one and two is the same chassis because when I was in high school, I drove an 84 long bed Chevy pickup that was gotcha. four wheel drive yep. and it was lifted and had super swampers and it was two tone red and tan and I, it was loud and had a big motor and it would run good and I loved it. it How many chicks with that all? All of them. All, all of them. them. That's what I figured. It had a big redneck sticker on the back window. Yeah. And a Roy D. Mercer for president. Sticker. Oh, man. I loved it. Roy. I loved the truck. Damn. 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 That's Put awesome. a pop knot on your head big enough to cultivate. Yep. Yep, well, I stand there. I just I love that truck, pro. And, and it was, it wasn't my first vehicle, but it was the one I drove through high school. that, yeah. that was mine because I built it, I bought it, I did all the stuff to it. And then oddly enough, number one A or one B, however you put it, now is my El Dorado is built on that chassis, and it's not built on an '84 long bed Chevy pickup. It's built on that chassis. It's Damn. that truck. How the what history? Is were you like, were you like, uh, I don't like this truck anymore. Well, Put that car it, on there. It got hot and popped a head gasket or something, and it was sort of a back burner truck at the time. Don't remember the situation. I'd graduated high school and was going to college and chasing my girlfriend around, and there was just other stuff that was more important. And 
Gotcha. It, it set for a while, and then a buddy of mine was interested in it, and he bought it. Uh, we traded some dirt bikes and some money and some stuff, and who knows? <laughs> he wound up with He's going to build a rock crawler out of it. So he tore it all down, and then he stalled on it and never did anything with it. Damn. So it sat in his yard for literally 20 years. Wow. Until, uh, well, let's call it 18 years. Yeah. Until two years ago. When I had an idea, I mean, we, we went on the Gambler and we had a Jeep Grand Cherokee and we blew the transmission up and the alternator in the same day. <laughs> and so we got home and on the way home, I thought, man, it'd be cool to have a 72 Eldorado convertible four-wheel drive and I know where the chassis <laughs> sat. So I called my buddy in Tulsa, John, and I said, hey, man, I want what do you want for that truck? And yeah. he said, what are you going to do? And I told him what I had in mind. He said, you just come get it. Damn, that's awesome. So I went and got it. So that's it's, really so cool. So it's the same chassis that I drove back then that I was so proud of then. I'm so yeah. proud of it now. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, now let's hear your random shit because I know you got some shit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a cool story because the old truck I've had forever. So I, I get the, yeah. the feeling behind that. So Mine's, I mean, I don't have ADD until it comes to vehicles. I mean, I'm very, very, I'm a very focused guy. And so it kind of runs together because of my ADD and the, the focusness, ooh, and it hits. Uh, so basically, I mean, I've, I've got into, I mean, I had my trucks in high school, and then I had got into rock crawling, and then I went full retard on rock crawling and built full tube 400 horse chassis with 44 inch tires to I had kids to I this doesn't really work with with a family to overlanding. <laughs> Then I figured out, to That's be honest, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. So, as a fabricator, it's kind of my back because I built. I mean, that full tube chassis myself. Everything yeah. was, uh, and built built rock crawler chassis for a while. Uh, when I got into overlanding, it was a different. It was a different thing, you know. I mean, I built my own bumpers, front and rear, and I roof rack and my own lift, and I mix and match stuff, you know. Like I want these old man MU springs, but I want. And whenever I got into that and I built a rig, when you go out there and, and, and I, I don't mean to, to badmouth any certain rigs or any certain JK owners, ta, 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 uh, but it's all, it's all just, you know, get on, get online, order it. Yep. And, and, and it, it, as much as I loved overlanding and the vacations we went on, we've been to Colorado multiple times, Moab, I mean, all over the Ozarks pulling that trailer you just talked about. That's awesome. Uh, I would, I would show up YouTube if you're. <laughs> yeah, I would show up in a 98 Grand Cherokee and just get snobbed you know I mean it, it it now given it was probably one of the nicest ZJs you will ever see and it had 410 gears 88 rear the Dana 30 had an aux electric locker in it Dang. you know I mean I it was I went full retard on it, it was a full custom build with with 33s and and it looked right I mean it was a good daily driver and these guys would literally just look at me like, really? What are like, you doing with that here? Here we are going to off-road, and this guy's got a trailer. Background, like like I said, I grew up on a dairy farm. I still farm. <laughs> I have pulled a trailer more than I have not pulled a trailer. So <laughs> I can make some people look pretty pretty dumb that's with awesome. a trailer behind me. But And uh, that that's a full overland trailer with a rooftop tent. And, I mean, I, everything was fabricated. It, very very little actually bought and so I've, I've rolled that into I, I kind of just I hate to bad mouth overlanding but they just wasn't my people you know I mean the the idea of it was great yeah getting out to nature 
seeing the cool stuff, camping with friends. I loved it. And then we kind of went from overlanding into gambling. Hang on now. You're getting ahead of oh. us. You're getting ahead of us. You're getting ahead of us. Hang on. We're, we're on cars. All right. So I, I think through all of that, will somebody say that was like probably one or two? Top one or two cars? Yeah. <laughs> I completely missed that whole <laughs> we're, we're there. That's okay. We're circling around. All right. So, but, all right. So, you guys have cool cars, uh, gambler cars. What uh, What do you daily drive, though? Like, what's your, I'm going to, I'm running to the, to Walmart, grab some stuff. What, what do you jump in? What's your daily? My, mine's <laughs> a 2016 GMC Sierra. Yeah. I mean, just a regular just a old, truck. Yeah, just a regular old truck. And you? Man, mine mine just depends on what I'm doing that day. You know, uh, if I if I'm on the farm and I've got to go, you know, the feed store or whatever, I mean, I'll, I'll, I I got a an 01 or that's 99 Super Duty 73 truck with a Dewey's bed. I mean, full it's full farm truck. You know, uh, so I'll take it. But if I'm sitting here at the house, I mean, I, I take my gambler because that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it. <laughs> That, that's really for me too. If if the weather's decent, yep. we we go everywhere in the Cadillac. If yep. it's outside working hours, that's we, awesome. we take the Cadillac everywhere. We drive. We put a lot of miles on it. That's cool. And that's what's that's what's happened with the cart. Like, so uh, yesterday, I was pissed because my little brother had parked the trailer because uh, we're taking his big truck over to Tulsa to get transmission work. But he had parked the truck and trailer. I couldn't get the cart out, so I had to take my little CRV. That's my new daily. I had to take it out. Fuck, man, come on. I was like, the way it's like 85 degrees. I can't take the cart. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was pissed. Well, so. I mean, I, I will say I do got a Dodge Dakota. That's it, it looks like a really nice truck, but it's got a 4.7 in it, which is way too much gambling for me. Uh, so I, I take my actual yeah. gambler. So yeah. those are those are definitely a game. Man, there's <laughs> it's been a good truck. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I guess I'm done with it. I probably use it's for sale if anybody needs an 01 Dodge Dakota crew quad cab. Link, we'll links in the description. We'll put them in there for sure. <laughs> Couple pictures if if we take them. Um, all right. So if if you were going to allocate funds, what is your your number one project car? Like, like if you were to put them all in a list, I mean, probably the Eldorado. Like, I'm talking about project stuff. Now, uh, I will get a picture of the truck you just bought your son, which we'll have. Sure. I'm sure that'll be yeah, project I mean, stuff. Our, it, but like Wes, it, it's it's different from Monday to Tuesday. I mean, it's, <laughs> the Cadillac still needs funds allocated to it. We've got a Volkswagen that I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, is good, is fixing to be have, having some money and time spent on it to get it running. Although, although it's going to be, and we'll talk about gambler later, but it's going to be a real. <laughs> I'm going to follow the rules of the gambler with oh, it. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Um, just bought my son a '95 Chevy pickup that we're fixing to be yep. working on. We've got a '72 Winnebago that we work <laughs> on. That's all the time. cool. I mean, oh, it is a cool story. We, we do Christmas parades as cousin yeah, and his family okay. in yep. Winnebago. So uh, <laughs> it, it always needs money. That wasn't so. my belly. That was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now and right this very minute, if I had money that I was needing to spend on something, I would probably say the Cadillac. But that's going to change really quickly into the Volkswagen because yeah. because gambler's coming up in the fall and I want we're taking the Volkswagen that's awesome so that was fixing to get high priority that's awesome and you I mean the adulting side of me says that I should probably put injectors in my old 7.3 farm truck that actually makes me money <laughs> there's nothing adulting about gambler though. <laughs> yeah. yeah but in reality uh, we've got a gambler in a few in a month 
and it's in Colorado, and I really think air conditioning in my limo would be nice. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I think my 7.3 can hold off till winter. There you and, go. <laughs> uh, if I had a pile of cash right now, I'd probably I'd probably throw it at the limo, and I probably need a spare tire because that's a long ways away from home without a spare. I got the same so. problem in Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've got a spare. I just don't have a way to carry it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, he can bend too. Just oh, I know. Right <laughs> on the roof, man. I'm going to build something. So what we're going to do we're going to do a big wing on the back of the cart, and then a tire rack underneath it. So yep. perfect, yeah. perfect. Um, all right. So first car we kind of went down with that with the rabbit for Wes. Yeah. Um, that was that's man. If you could find that car, how much fun would that be to see that? I'm I'm sure it was probably it's in some building in China right now. But <laughs> well, you know. And it's kind of went back in a circle. So I found one that wasn't a pickup truck. It was an actual four-door rabbit car. Oh, and I found it in the woods. I actually went and, and bought a backhoe from a guy, and I seen it. And I was like, what is that thing out there? And he goes, well, it's a rabbit. And I was like, but is it? And he goes, it's a diesel. And I was like, my man, you know? <laughs> yeah. I said, so the next question, is it for sale? And he's like, yeah, I'd take 400 bucks for it. Well, here's the problem. And, and you've taken a, a little, you know, uh, he round, has a round few around cars. the place. There's a lot of cars. There's a lot of projects, <laughs> and in all different kinds. I mean, it's not just gamblers. There's yeah. truck projects and yeah. and tractor projects, and and, and uh, so I tried for. I called Reagan. We've got a a, a buddy named Travis that, that was really big into gambling. Was, I, called, was. Yeah. I hope he listens to this. He, called, was, yeah, he, was, he was. He was. He was. He was. Travis. He was the. Up, he bud. was the gambler, and now. But anyway, I tried to get everybody to buy this car, and. Uh, Anyway, we ended up, tornado came through, long story short, my hired hands, S10 Blazer, got smashed. Oh. And uh, so, one of my buddies that's a gambler actually brought him an HHR down and, and just gave it to him. And I went and bought that rabbit and gave to him, just kind of a whole three-way trade thing. Circle. So, we've got one. and. It, it's like memory lane. Anytime I see that thing, well, it was until we've added, it was, added a turbo, and now it, <laughs> it, had the, it had the roof line modified a couple of weeks ago. He completely hole. rolled it the other day. Nice. So, but yeah, you know that that was that was uh, it, it's kind of it's like going to memory lane when I ride in that thing and realize how gutless it is and hard to find, <laughs> hard to. I don't know. I mean, those things. You, there's not even a. A slot for gears. You just kind of. Throw it's just it like in that area. I mean, you, you got to take your wizard staff and circle yeah. it four times and just <laughs> sling that thing in yeah. there and hope it works. What's funny is it doesn't have any more power with the turbo. It just sounds better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's still yeah. Yeah. It still whistles. It now. Just sounds cool. Yeah, that's so, cool. But yeah, no, that that was a, a a good good one for sure. You know, that was that's awesome. So, and then your first, what was your first first car? Because you talked about Man. the uh, K10 truck. So. My first first car is kind of hard to remember because my whole family's car dealers in Oklahoma. Oh, wow. So I've been buying and selling cars at auction. I, pro I probably bought my first one when I was about 14. Yeah, so then it was Maybe just a, 13. a ro rotation of cars. Yeah, so it just had yep. lots of them. The first one I actually remember was I bought a Cadillac, mid-'80s Cadillac, uh, in-op at the auction. They're pushing it through. <laughs> nice. It's this trend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I was... 14 something like that probably had a couple hundred bucks to spend and i think i bought it for about 200 dollars. <laughs> yep me and my dad towed it home with a chain nice 
and I got it in the shop and whatever was wrong with it was simple and I fixed it and sold it in a couple of days for seven or eight hundred bucks. So there you I, was, go. I was hooked on buying yeah. and selling cars then. You know, this was easy. Yeah, it was easy. Make a couple hundred bucks. Yep. The next one I bought was a Pontiac. It caught on fire. Yeah. So I lost everything. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on the counter, like I lost on yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to take, uh, take this 800 and make yeah. it two grand. That's right. not yeah. typical. I own a Fiero, Pontiac Fiero <laughs> and it has not caught on fire yet. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the day yeah. is young. Yeah, that's you right. Know, and um, I, I, I guess I had when I was thirteen, I sold a litter of cocker spaniel puppies and made eight hundred bucks. And just coincidentally, my great grandma had passed away, and her car was up for grabs. And so I, I bought it with that litter of puppies money I had for eight hundred dollars. It's a seventy nine Olds with a three hundred one in it. Nice. And I tried to kill that car. I mean, I bought that when I was thirteen. My brother drove it the first week he was turned sixteen. He pulls out in front of an old Chevy and just bam. <clears throat> so I put a new nose on it and I drove that car and tried to kill it all through high school. <laughs> Never awesome. did. And then I when I, I went on, you know, to to, to Votech in Springdale, that was really the only car I got that got decent gas mileage because my truck got like seven. So I went from trying to destroy it. To so try to, to make it please a little longer, you know. Yeah, I need another year. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it got my wife, you know, and it had that avocado green interior. It was a beautiful car. <laughs> no woman can turn out 301. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the 8-track, I had, like, all the good stuff. You know, my mom went to, like, flea markets, got some Boston, some Journey. Ooh. I literally had, and I, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to brag or gloat, <laughs> but she found me the adapter to go from 8-track to cassette. Nice. And and I don't know. Dang. I mean, I graduate. I hate you know. I graduate note too. So this tells you this God, is probably you're so like, young. this is like ninety eight, <laughs> ninety nine. And I had, so this is the big time. So I had the the eight track to cassette, then the cassette to, to, the, to, disc the, to the disc. Oh, oh, the sound quality was phenomenal. <laughs> I mean. Dude. I was cruising around. You can hear it as long as you're on asphalt, low, oh, below yeah. ten mile an hour. Yeah, I mean, we how was... do you? How did you keep the girls away? Exactly. That's the you question. Know, I didn't. <laughs> he had to I beat didn't. Off with the yeah, he's like, leave me alone. Yeah, God, that's crazy. All I right, had to, I had to work at it. My, so, to, to, really, to answer your question, my first car that I consider my first car was an '81 Chevy Short Wide that was four wheel drive. Oh, that's what's up. And it was on you know '31s or '32s or whatever, and I put yeah. a little lift on it, '35s, and drove it for. That's cool. A little while and got tired eight, of it. It was eight it months. Was, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was. I really liked it. Drove it for a little while and got rid of it because I needed to sell it, to make some money, and buy yep. something else. That's cool. That was really the first one I that I called my first car. All right, so let's move to adult stuff. What do you that's What do you horrible. guys do? That's, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So, so I guess I guess I'll let you guys talk about this. Yeah. Conversation. Let's move out of this conversation. So, so what do you guys do? Like, let's give these folks a, a flyover of what it takes, like to daily pay for gambling those arcs uh so i sell heavy construction machinery so excavators uh asphalt paving equipment things of that Damn. nature so big expensive it, yeah stuff. big expensive stuff so anytime you're in a road construction project and it's pissing you off i make money on that project by <laughs> yeah. selling that, that equipment that's in the middle of the highway there you go yeah. there you go yeah. now is that like a like a lease setup or do you, like all, I mean, of the, all of the above we rent we gotcha. lease we sell i mean we sell to the counties yeah. we sell to the state we sell to private contractors yeah. we rent however you want to pay us we'll take it sure i got yeah. a, i've got an excavator on rent to a farmer in van buren right now I mean, gotcha so, we just we do a little bit of everything. That's cool. We don't handle any real small equipment. Uh, you know, we don't do any homeowner rental really. Yeah. Um, our, our our company is based in rock quarries, so oh, gotcha. anything in a rock quarry we handle that kind of stuff. It's that's all big, cool. and big, big, big yeah, stuff. Yeah, all big stuff. Wow, that's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. It's I mean, 
as a kid, you know, you play in a sandbox, yeah. with, a bull, a sandbox with a bulldozer kind of a thing. <laughs> and now and you're now like, I get to do that for. So like, do you get to drive that stuff sometimes or like, are yeah, you I mean, like. I get to drive it. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get to operate it in a sense of how yeah. it's necessarily built to be operated. Gotcha. But there has uh, been a very large excavator at his house that we've used to load cars up with. And I'm <laughs> oh, damn. I've witnessed that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We've, we've, we get to drive them occasionally. I mean, like last week I, I got to drive a. Uh, off-road dump truck with a big pan that's oh, you man. know the whole rig's about like 75 feet long and worth about seven hundred thousand dollars jeez moves a lot of dirt in yeah. a short amount of time you know and then t and then today i got to play on a another excavator that tears down buildings that are 100 feet tall damn so that's, that's cool stuff yeah it's it's pretty it's a cool job it has it's you know like everything it has it's good and bad but right it's a, it's how a cool long job. have you been in that stuff? Like, um, like, how do you end up as that sales guy? So, well, I started as that sales guy because there was a company near my house in Tulsa where I grew up that dealt with this type of equipment. Yep. And I just went there as a yard guy. So I started out, you know, making 12 bucks an hour or whatever. Yep. And I was power washing equipment. And if it was hot, I was sweating. If it was cold, I was shivering. Yeah. Because uh, I was the outdoor oh, yeah. Thanks, guy sir. doing the grunt work, you know. Yep. And, and over time... That's Miller Lite if Miller wants to sponsor, <laughs> just saying. And, and over time, you know, that as you get older, it gets you get a little more tired of sweating to death every day during the yep. summertime. And so so literally my goal became... To, so your, your I, background in car sales. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I've been a, been a car peddler for a long time. I've, I've bought and sold dirt bikes and boats That's and cars awesome. and all sorts of stuff. And, and I just had a... I had sort of a thought one day that I just want to come home from work as clean as I leave for work. Yeah. I got because I was I was working as a yard man during the day, and then in the evenings I'd go work out in the shop, working yeah. on cars for other people. You know, changing alternator yeah. or starter or transmission or whatever, yep. and just just making a little cash on the side. You know, with, yep. with young family, wife and kids, oh, and all yeah. that, trying Live to there. keep the lights yeah. on. So I was I was going through about three sets of clothes a day, and I got tired of it. So then I. Literally, I just wanted to come home from work as clean as I left for work. That there was you all, go. It was that simple. Yep. And the and the way to do that in my mind was to get the salesman's job. Yep. So I started asking for that job and started getting you know inching towards it. And then eventually, had, they're like, had, "Okay, fine, damn, leave us alone." Yeah. About it. Eventually, <laughs> if you won't shut up, you know, they'll give it to you. And so uh, yep. the company I worked for at the time opened a branch in Northwest Arkansas and uh, we hired a sales guy that didn't work out in the first couple of months. And so I asked for the job. That's cool. So we'll move to Arkansas. We, now, we, we loved Arkansas where, anyway. Where did you live then? Tulsa, grew up in Tulsa. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So uh, we, we would always come to Arkansas for weekend getaways and things like that because we love it over here. Yep. Um, so asked asked my boss that then for the job, and he tossed me a set of keys and said, go get busy. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's what that's how we started doing it. You know? and, yeah, and, that's, that's cool. and that's everybody that's a sales guy in my in my industry, in the in the construction industry, they all start the same way. They yep. all start as a yard man or a truck driver. You got to figure it out. Like I would think. Yeah, you got to know the equipment. You got to know the. Yep. You got to know the customers. You got to know how to do it all. Then you just sort of either work your way into that job or ask for the job, like I did. Yep, that's cool. All right. Now, Wes does something a little different. A little different. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> you know, that, that whole spill rate yeah, kind of makes me rethink my leave, life. Leaving clean, you know? coming clean. Up. I basically, you know, just following up with that, I, I wake up in the morning, I look at my clean pants, and I look at my pants I wore yesterday, and I think, you know, I mean. At least I'm having fun. <laughs> I might as well I might as well just go ahead and put those dirty pants on because nobody's going to notice anyway. Uh, but no, so 
So, I mean, kind of my back. I started out, you know, a dairy farmer. When I left high school, I went to uh, the Votech and I learned machine tool technology and, and automated machine tool technology. And uh, man, I did really well in that career, being a machinist, being that went into CNC stuff. And uh, I mean, I, I was really doing pretty good. But as I did that, I still came home and helped on the farm. I still had my own cows and, and I still had my welder and my hobbies. You know, I, I basically went into machine shop stuff because I wanted to know how to do that stuff. Yeah. I wanted to be able to make my own parts. I wanted to be able to weld. I wanted to be able to, 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 to spline shafts and make my own, you know, so that's kind of what I went into it for. And, uh, I did that for about 12 years and then I came back to the farm. I mean, I, I bought a, bought another farm and, uh, came back to help my parents on their farm. And we had a, to kind of keep us busy on the off times of the farm, we started building fence for people and, and, uh, mainly pipe fence, pipe corners. And, uh, you know, ended up with a full fab shop and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fully equipped with a CNC plasma and an iron worker and we build gates and, and I stick to mainly agriculture stuff just because. Okay, so, so give us the, the company name and then we'll, we'll circle around to Reagan too because we uh, didn't do that. So just, just remember this because it, it's, it's complicated. Evans Farms. <laughs> you know, I, I know, I know there's something. E-V-A-N-S. <laughs> Real complicated. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just Evans Farms, you know, and, and, and so all we, I run beef cattle. Uh, we sold the dairy and uh, it's a, it's basically a big housing development now, but, you know, that <laughs> the beef cattle's a lot easier. Uh, the fencing kind of keeps my guys busy whenever we're, you know, not working cows or doing yeah. our own stuff or hay season. And, uh, the fab shop's done done pretty well it keeps me doing the same stuff i love and that's awesome and now that is that so you cut out the gym transmission dude you cut out that stuff yes yeah we got a cnc plasma and, and i i end up doing a lot of stuff for friends wes is a hell of a freehand artist with a cnc plasma <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> he can freehand some stuff and make, it looks awesome. really good yeah that's but awesome. yeah that we, we did a full silhouette of that's kind of a side joke too is is uh we got a friend that makes transmissions and he wanted a sticker so the guy's kind of got a distinguishable face with he's got a mullet and he's got a beard and it, it works really well in a silhouette so uh you know we i plasma i got the silhouette of that and i plasmed it out and that's now my mud flaps i call it's on t-shirts and stickers that's jim and, yeah. jim hopping's transmission out of muldrow oklahoma yeah. uh, he'll build your high-end transmissions that'll handle the horsepower and all the torques you can throw at it or he'll build your wife's little you know tahoe yeah. and make it work yeah that's jim at jim's transmission <laughs> dot net slash gov <laughs> slash gov that's awesome yeah. don't let the IRS hear that they, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome alright so let's let's talk um, probably the main reason uh, everybody kind of starts their work uh, it's to put money in our pockets right we don't we don't as 15 year old boys we don't think I'm gonna work so I can pay my light bill right like how does your job obviously Wes's job is a little different because, like, I mean, you can build all kinds of random shit because you have all the stuff, right? Yep. But, like, this is, I guess, a, a really a hard – because, like, you know, I mean, we're all car guys. That's why we're here around this table. But, like, how does your daily job affect, like, your car stuff? Like, is there a time in the day where you're like, shit, 
I'd rather be doing car stuff than working. You know what I mean? Like, like how do you make that transition? You know what I mean? Because, like, that's the goal. Like, when we get old and retire, like, how do we have all this money so we can build whatever we want? You know what I mean? Like, like it. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to ask, but, like, how do you... How do you balance it? Yeah. Well, my phone rings all day long. 75% of it's probably my friends asking a question <laughs> about their cars or, or what we're going to do about our cars. And 25% of it is adulting. And I, I really like those figures. Yeah. I would rather <laughs> keep the fun going. Uh, the banker thinks otherwise. He thinks I should focus more on, on the farm and, and make sure that he is paid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... If, if I win the lottery, it's going to be a bad deal. I, yeah. I can tell you that right I now. I always say, if if I was rich, I'd be so broke. <laughs> yes. like, yeah, it wouldn't I'd, take long. I'd have to have like a monthly income because I'm like, shit, that looks cool. That looks cool. I'm going to yeah. build this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, luckily, you know, if I won the lottery, I'd go buy the nicest 25-year-old truck you ever seen, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just not that guy. I don't. I don't like the new. I got one nice. on the trailer right outside your shop. <laughs> it ain't and the I'm nicest one, you, but it's 25 I, years old. I, I think that's a little it, too nice for your 15 year old mm-hmm. son. I think we should hook him up with something it, a little worse. It but, probably is. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's just the gist of it. I mean, this is. I mean, we haven't really gotten the gambler, but that's just kind of who you are. I mean, it. Yeah. It's not not. Well, we, we work to make our money, but we, we try to just enjoy it. I mean, everybody's got to have their time off. And we got we to gotta hang out with people that we enjoy and are like-minded with. And, man, I'll be honest with you. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's because you're a car guy. Yeah. You know, it's it's not because you like to go bowling on, on Tuesday nights. And you may. I mean, there's there's different Trent, things. You know? <laughs> there's just different things. But, but we're car guys, you know. And, yep. and we, we like to mostly tend to hang out with other car guys that understand our language and it's bilingual i mean i may not be able to remember your name tomorrow but i can remember the the gear ratio in your car and what motor and transmission you had it's so weird it's I weird i tell the wife all the time i'm like why does my brain remember that stuff like i can tell what somebody drove two years ago like but i can't tell you what project i'm supposed to ship next week sorry to all my <laughs> project sorry, managers boss. that are gonna listen to this but, uh, you know that's it's, it's it's a thing. Like it's yeah. it's a different mindset for sure. Yeah. You want to add anything to that before uh, I take a break I was, and go all take I was a leak? Going to add to it was that, and we'll get again. We'll get more into gambler later. But what I like about it so much is, I was a big sport bike guy for a long time, mm. and I've I've got lots and lots and lots of miles on sport bikes. And those guys, it's in in in, in classic car guys, people that restore cars, and there's. I'm all for that too, but that's it's it's all a competition of how much money you can spend. Yeah, and I've always been attracted to the other side of it. Yep. What can you do that doesn't cost money? Yep. That's still a good time, and that's what gambler is. You don't. It doesn't cost a fortune. It's like four cylinder Mustang racing. <laughs> four cylinder Mustang roundy round racing has got to be the funnest <laughs> racing there is. I can only imagine. The only thing funner is Honda fifties. There's yeah. a bunch of grown fat asses that are drunk. Yeah. yeah. I have video. And we have yeah. video. And it's a good time. Yeah. Because it's inexpensive and it doesn't if you if you're if you're into four cylinder Mustang dirt track racing, it doesn't matter if you drive into your buddy's driver's door. Yeah. Because it's a four cylinder five speed Mustang. Yeah, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Yeah. And that's what's fun about it. Yeah. I don't want something that I'm afraid of somebody to touch and scratch yeah. and 
and all that kind of stuff, regardless of how much money I make. And how that works, how it, how it ties into work is, I mean, my job's cool because I have freedom of schedule. Yeah. Um, because I'm in outside sales, so I'm in my pickup all day, yeah. every day. I put a lot of miles on my truck. There are days when it's slow where I can concentrate and think about working on. I can always go pick up car parts or whatever if I yep. need to, you know. Uh, but I mean, kind of add to that, you know, when I was rock crawling, and we, I mean, it was almost like it was a pissing contest. We might as well oh, had just drove sure. there without our trailers and got out there and see who could piss the farthest. And yep. you know, I always said, you know, if we would just go buy geo trackers and put mud tires on them. Yeah, we would still be out here hanging out with the, the people we we love and yep. the people we love to hang out with and the families we love to hang out with, and we would have just as much fun. And and in reality, you would have more fun. Yeah, yeah. it's more fun because you're gonna like tear something up and be like, okay, because you're, you're trying to you're you're actually like if you build a full a 400 horsepower tube chassis like Wes has built in the past, it's hard to actually challenge that vehicle. Yeah, you can find stuff that's challenging. Yeah, and and really make it do its work, but to do it in a four wheel drive tractor, yeah, the stock height, yeah, that's a good time, yeah. And if you break it, who cares? You're out eight hundred bucks. Yeah, you yeah. can fix it or buy another. One. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna pause right here. We're gonna go to an ad real quick while I go take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Four beers, and I'm like swimming over here. <laughs> All right, so I'm finally done urinating outside. That was the longest pee I've ever had, I think, maybe. It was a long Miller Lite commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. I think you just rent beer, right? I didn't even think I had to pee until I heard you can, and I was like, man, yeah. I've got to join. And, and he had time to realize that he had to pee. Go pee. And then we walked back in at the same time. That's how long I peed. Yeah, and then we had like a whole unrecorded podcast yeah. before we started the podcast. Yeah, back. yeah. Back. Okay, yeah. all right. So the whole reason I'm here is uh, Gambler 500, or ga Gambler. What? So, all right. Is it always 500? Is it's, it like... Okay, so it's the Gambler 500. Okay, okay. So, so basically we're all umbrellaed under this Gambler 500. Okay. Held to Tate. Tate Morgan's the guy who started it off in Oregon. The original Gambler was in Oregon. There is some controversy on what the second gambler was. Was it was Gamble in the Ozarks, which was down there at Turner Bend. Oh, wow. And was it SoCal, my old buddy Gibby, uh, that kind of simultaneously happened at the same time. Dang, uh, okay. So, but, I mean, Gamble in the Ozarks, it, it's kind of a, a crazy wild thing how that, it, it kind of popped. I mean, there was a, a video of the gambling in Oregon, you know, and, and there wasn't, that many cars and maybe 20 so but somebody made a good video you know a tech right. guy kind of yourself made a video and it He's was talking viral about someone else <laughs> <laughs> it went viral and uh so everybody's you know everybody's started like kinda, i want to do that yeah got on their little computers and doo -doo 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 -doo. and uh there's some other videos going on and Next thing you know, is, is that what your computer sounds like when you my, clap? Exactly like that. <laughs> it's know. got a blue screen on. <laughs> I'm more of a thumbling. Everything's <laughs> off, off a phone. Yeah, but uh, it, it sparked an interest in people's mind, and, and luckily, uh, you know, of course, we always have to have that one person that's going to jump out there and take the risk and, and do it and the legwork, and that was Brandon Terry in the Ozarks, and so he basically made a page, and uh, it it sparked a lot of interest. We all kind of got together. And, and I'll be honest, I had no clue what to expect. And that was the 2016 Gamble in the Ozarks. Reagan wasn't there. He's not an original. Yeah, I'm not an original. Uh, 
But, I, you know, I remember one of my friends telling me about it. And he's like, man, we're going to do this race. And I was like, I, I don't have no clue what you're talking about, but I'm all ears. And he's like, it's $500 car, 500 miles in two days. And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. And uh, so we started out, the Gamble of the Ozarks actually had 47 cars there the first year. Damn, yeah, that's a bunch, and, and that was way more than the actual original gambler had at yeah. the time. And now Oregon's like it, it had forty-eight cars. If I'd had one day's <laughs> notice, <laughs> one day, one I'd have figured it out. <laughs> but uh, I sold something. Yeah, you know, and and you saw it at five p.m. Yeah, end of day one. Damn it, it's it's definitely evolved into something different. But at the time, you know, you're like, it's got to be five hundred dollars or. Or a, uh, you know the cops or FBI is going to show up and, and, and take you away in handcuffs if you're you know so we're all sitting there like do we have to have a bill of sale and it's not about that man it, you know it, it's just trying to get out there and have fun and yeah. and uh, I'll be honest with you the first year we did this we didn't realize really what it was about you know I mean we it's not a race at all it's it's more like a, a poker run I it's guess a poker it's, run. it's a navigation rally it's a navigation rally they, they give okay. you a list of checkpoints and and <laughs> GPS the, coordinates the first year I mean people were so confused about what was going on we showed up with our junky cars that worked great so we got we got dumb friends dumb cars we're ready to go right till we get to the the start and Brandon Terry hands us this piece of paper and there's a lot of people that's like what are these numbers? I mean, they didn't know what long, yeah. latitude. I mean, uh, hey, I can appreciate that. La latitude? Longitude, latitude. <laughs> so we literally got guys walking back into Turner Bend store there and buying paper maps. That's awesome. <laughs> there was, I mean, I don't know how many teams yeah. probably did the first year in paper maps. And it was it was really cool, which, you know, me, me being a yuppie, even the overland industry, we we had our Gaia GPS. We was way ahead of the game. And it was almost like cheating, actually. You came in first. Uh, uh, I mean, if you're first, you're literally last. So the the goal not is not it's not a yeah, race. It's not it's a not, race, right? I mean, we're trying to get That's out there. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we thought it was the second day. We ran hard, and and that van is a good story in itself. But uh, uh, yeah, so it was. I guess right, I should so, break into what it is. Right. So like. Tell us, give us like the 10,000 foot flyover of what Gambler is. Okay. So originally, $500 car. Yep. 500 mile navigation rally, two days. Okay. Now that there's people that's going to say that car's not $500. It's all relative. Okay. Yep. So to me, a $500 car, I take it serious because I drive junk every day. I'm used to it. That's the way I've always been. But let's face it, if, if you make six figures and you drive a Mercedes to work every day, you go out and spend $1,500 on this car that that makes you itchy sitting inside of it because somebody smoked in it previously, that's your that's your junker, you know? Yeah. So so don't take it so you literal, know, on, literal on, on, on your junker car. It's just right. a junk car. And it's all about having fun. Yeah. Man, so, it, so it started there, but what, like... Like, give me the, uh, what do you guys do? Because, like, it's not just get in the car and go find cool checkpoints. It's it's a lot deeper than that. It is. And, you know, I feel like it's a conspiracy to a point where we wanted to get out and have junk stuff, but we had to do something, you know. So, so Tate, <laughs> basically, we, we clean up. And it, it got into a big thing of we see how much trash. It, it's it, The only competitive part of the whole thing is who can get the most trash. 
you know, That's so awesome. when you're out in the national forest and you're on these roads, man, there's tons of people that camp. And when they're done camping and, and say they had a rough night and they puked in their tent and they just leave the tent behind, it's just sitting there. And right. these families come out here and, <laughs> and there's just junk sitting there. There's empty beer cans. There's puke in this tent. We just gather that stuff up, throw it in our junk cars because it really doesn't matter. We, I mean, they're, they're junk anyway. Yep. And uh, we try to gather up as much crap out of, out of the forest as we can. And uh, I mean, I've I've literally grabbed recliners and set them on my roof later to have uh, old biker guys ask me how much I would charge for a ride on the roof of my car. Yes. In the recliner, you know, so it turns into some fun stuff just seeing what you can get. And I know yeah. and it's very nice. It makes you feel good about some states like uh, Colorado, for example. There's not much trash. I've spent literally two hours on the side of the road picking up cigarette butts in Colorado because people don't litter up there. You know, wow. But in the Ozarks, on the other hand, we have plenty to pick up, you know, so that's, that's kind of what, what the basis of it is. That's so, so it's hanging. Now, when you say two days, like it's, it started Saturday morning. When he says two days. So since I'm not an original, I wasn't cool enough (laughs) to get to go the first year. So uh, the, some good, uh, good friends of ours, Travis, who used to be a gambler, used again, be. I hope Travis no is listening, mm-hmm. used to be a gambler, uh, told me and my wife about it the night before they left to go do it. Oh, ass. And we didn't have two nickels <laughs> to rub together. If I'd had $501, I don't want to bought a $500 car. I, <laughs> yep. just, I, I just couldn't make it happen in one Got to day. borrow 800 to buy a $500 right, car. Right. Yep, been there. At, at the time, I just couldn't make it happen. and it, it, I was so bummed to miss out on it. And then when he came back, he said it was so awesome. So over the next year, we bought a $400 Jeep Grand Cherokee and and got it running and painted it gold. And we were team gold member. It's ridiculous. But at any rate, <laughs> so, so on Saturday morning, everybody wakes up at – Seven. I mean, you wake up pretty early because Eight, nine, ten. Well, depends on how much whiskey you drink on Friday night. But okay. if if you want to do five hundred miles over two days, legitimately five hundred miles, it's a long day. It's a oh, long ride. And because it's all, like and it's all county roads. Yeah, we're not talking about down I forty nine. Yeah, we're talking about dirt, mostly dirt. Pavement, county pavement is lava. Yeah, pavement is lava. Mostly dirt county roads, and we have been down some roads that you should not take a vehicle down. We've been They're, down side by side four wheeler trails. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so like our first year, which was 2017, uh, of Gamble and the Ozarks, we left camp at about 7.30 a.m. with, with Travis and his wife and, and Kate, my wife, Casey, and me, um, in their station wagon in our Jeep. And we got back that night about nine o'clock at night. Dang. I mean, it's a long day. We did wow. a 300 and something, 310, 315 miles that day, somewhere in there. Wow. And then, you know, you do the, you do the lion's share of the mileage on Saturday because everybody's got life on right. Monday morning. Monday, yep. So su- Sunday is a shorter day, um, a little bit shorter, but even still, it's a long day. But, uh, it's a it's a lot of driving. If you actually want to hit 500 miles, wow. you've got to be committed to being in the driver's seat. You can't really dilly-dally around too much. Yep. But at the same time, what's so cool about it is you'll be driving down a road and you're tired and hungover and feel like you're lost and then you'll come around a corner and there'll be 10 gambler cars sitting on the edge of a creek bed and it's a party. My people. And all of a sudden you're you're back alive and it's a party again and you've run into the folks that you're doing this with. And you just get to know everybody and it's everybody there is like-minded. It's all about an adventure. Uh, It's, man, it's such a good time. You know, it kind of revives you on humanity too because 
you, you'll end up breaking down in the middle of nowhere. And, and I mean, I, I'm just, everybody's got a cell phone out there. It, your cell phone it matter. Just, it don't yeah. may tell time. And that's about it. Yeah. I mean, there's no reception usually. And, and there's always, it seems like it don't matter how bad your situation is. There's always somebody there to help. And I'm not talking just with gamblers, you know, I mean, the people come just by there, yeah. and they're looking at that weird car. And of course there's some people it's like, I mean, like, like, like if, if I drove, if, guy, if I drove past the yellow and wood grained <laughs> SSE Bonneville with the hood up, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm stopping these. With the tulip, with the tulip on top. <laughs> with the tulip yeah. on top. Shitter, yeah. shitter critter. I'm in. I'm like, what is wrong with these guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it, everybody's outgoing and it's, it, it, it's seriously, it's like, it's, it's a rally where you go meet a hundred of your best friends, you know? So, you know, we've rallied with Express Rally and stuff a bunch. I mean, like, when you say, like, because, like, a rally to me is, like, I'm driving here to this checkpoint, to that checkpoint, you know? Like, it are checkpoints to go? Like, like are there points? I mean, are you trying to... There, there's points. And so, for instance, each checkpoint is worth one point. And there will be a couple of special ones that will be worth five points or something right. like that. But then there's also special things you can do throughout the day that are Bo- worth bonus points. points. Bonus points. Oh, okay. And those are really what's worth points. So, for instance, a okay. bag of trash is worth 10 or 20 points or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, a picture a, with a, a cop. A picture with a cop is worth five points. A picture with a cop in your gambler car is worth 10 points. Oh, man. Um, uh, sing along with a perfect stranger. Sing along with a perfect one. stranger was oh, one of them. Oh, my God. Okay. Rub, so rub some mayonnaise on your upper lip was one of them. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good picture I have of my wife so, and Travis. So for two years, we did. <laughs> that's a good one. And they both have white mayonnaise on their upper lips. Nice. So uh, for, for two years, we ran what we call a rally hunt, which is like 80-something items like that. Yeah. So I'll I'll send y'all that list. It, it's it's a y'all can pick dumb stuff from it too because it's you good. know and, and one of them the very the very first year original gambler I know Reagan doesn't remember this yeah I wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> I keep throwing that out there <laughs> not, not, but not there was that cool kids there club. was a, a bonus checkpoint and I swear to God we spent it you gained uh, twenty minutes on your time and it was an hour and a half to get to it. And I remember messaging back to the, the coordinator, Brandon Terry, and I was like, dude, you gave 20 minutes for this checkpoint, but it took us an hour and a half to get it. And his his text right back was, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. I was like a little Kenny Rogers gambler right there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. Okay, so like, let's talk about, po- like how many points, well, all right. It's not a race. You're the, not the, oh, yeah. The whole, the whole idea. What are you, what are you your getting points, points for? It's points. your participation so trophy. Here's the That's deal. all it is. Hell yeah. Here's okay. the deal. The whole idea is you win by being the most gambler. Okay. Whatever that means. Yeah. That can, <laughs> be, that can be points. It can be in your re- car was the biggest piece of crap that you kept running the whole weekend. Oh, in reality, if, if you hit two checkpoints and then help other gamblers – get their car running and get it back to camp, you just won the whole thing. Right. I mean, gotcha. it's all about helping people. It's all about, you know, there's a lot of checkpoints. It's this little mom pop little gift shops or, yeah. or gas stations. And there's not ev- enough gas station checkpoints. There's Brandon not enough Terry. gas station. <laughs> Brandon Terry, there's not enough gas station checkpoints. But, but you know, it, it's... My Cadillac gets five miles to the gallon, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> but 25 smiles to the gallon. Yeah, but, you know, we, we run into these little mom pop shops and, I mean, the, the whole thing was like maybe 
maybe get some get some good fudge, you know. And you, you go in there like, what the hell is this checkpoint about? And you get in there and you realize that these people make fudge on their back porch or, or whatever yep. else, and they sell this cool little fudge, you know. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's about giving back to the community, and that's awesome. And we do a lot of charity work for people too, and 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 donate. Raffle off cars, cars or raffled off to help people with medical issues, or or if, if somebody sends us a message and says, "Hey, there's a, there's a lot of trash over here," you know, I mean, we'll get to it's a, it's a it's a it's a good reason to get together, and yeah. so we'll go get together and and try to get it, and then we try yeah. to figure out how to get rid. Of it. I mean, trash is not cheap to get rid of, and that's kind of a problem hey. we've we've ran into, and so hey. a lot of times we'll we'll get a lot we'll get with the municipalities. Uh, I know we did one for Bella Vista a while back, and. It took a while to explain what we was doing. Yeah, to you're like, hey, we're going to gather a whole bunch of trash and then give it to you. They're like, yeah. uh, we don't want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you already know, so, have it. It's already yours. Yeah, it's on the side of your world. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to gather it up. Yeah. So, I mean, people people usually work with us. It takes a little bit to, to get them to understand what we're doing. But, but uh, I mean, that's that's basically what it's about. I mean, rule number one of the gambling, and, and jot this down, the rule number one, the only rule. The only rule. Is don't be a dick. You know, so oh, hey. don't be mean to people. Don't throw... You know, don't leave your cars. Don't just just treat everybody like you'd don't, want to be treated. Don't I leave mean, your cars, Team Astro Nuts. <laughs> don't leave your cars. So that's that's because then, then you throw all your trash in their car, and then it gets towed to their house. Exactly. Right? I mean, yeah. honestly, about gambling, if you're thinking about it, you're overthinking it. It's it's not. It's just hey, go find some dumb friends. Yeah. Find some dumb cars. Come hang out and have a good time. Yeah. And let's. Pick up some trash. Let's pick up some trash. That's and awesome. On, on roads you've never even driven. And, yeah. And nobody cares about the money. Nobody right. cares what your car costs. Well, you're not I mean, going to win five grand. No, you're not going to win anything. <laughs> well, you're yeah. going to win a scepter oh. that somebody made. Hey. You oh. know, the, is the, it a different throw, scepter every year? The, the scepter's like, always different. It's this, well, it's the same scepter. And, uh, With the owners of the current scepter add something we to add it. We add something to it oh, and cool. moving on. Team yep. Strangers yep. is actually the scepter holder at this point. We'll have a picture of that if yeah. they'll let us. Uh, it may be sacred. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty sacred. Uh, and actually, the scepter, and while we're into this point, scepter's basically almost like a big homemade sledgehammer. And, <laughs> I mean, the whole goal is is to come out and have fun and not, not care about the vehicle you're driving. So the scepter's kind of to make sure that you don't care about the vehicle you're driving. So, uh, and, and I'll be the first to tell you, I've got some scepter marks on my, on my vehicles. Yeah. Just showing some, you that I don't care. There's some hole in the Fiero door. I've got a super door. rare Fiero, and I don't know how many, you know, I, I know this is a car podcast, so I'm sure, I mean, there's there's Lamborghinis, there's Ferraris, and there's Fieros. Yeah. I, mean, they're I pretty, heard. They're pretty I rare heard if the, they the had gone fire. designed the Fieros, I heard, this may just be a rumor I made up, but he worked for Ferrari. I'm just saying, that's maybe what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, let's talk about cost. Right, obviously, depending on the car you're driving, right? But like, I mean, are you guys staying in a hotel? Are you camping? Tent camping. Tent camp. Tent okay. Camping. So, I mean, because you say tent, I'm I'm pretty sure I've never set up a tent. Yard I'm, camping. Yard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, certain people they they do the whole thing. They'll set up the tent, and and there's there's a quiet camp. That's where, where me and my wife stay at the quiet camp. The quiet oh, camp. Okay. There's the other camp. Oh, you don't you don't really sleep and. The people who do sleep, they just happens to just wake up wherever they fell. Oh, uh, they ain't sleeping so much as they can't move anymore. Yeah, I, I, can't, I think I've slept in vehicles, under vehicles, on top of vehicles, <laughs> and uh, so I mean, it's luckily I haven't seen a lot of rain. Perfect. Then. And so, then, so we rent out the Turner Bend campground. Okay, for gambling in the Ozarks anyway. 
we basically rent out the whole thing. We were oh, driving wow. for the whole weekend, and then yep. it's I think it's ten bucks a person per night or something like that. That's awesome. They got a little store and they got bathrooms. And, yep. So, you know, they, uh, what what's it cost to do the event? Nothing. Camping. You, show up. you, you camping. pay. Yep. You pay for camping, guess, which yeah. does not go to the gambler. That goes to, to the, the people. Yeah, the facility. Yep. And, different and, different gambler events because they're 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 popped up all over the place now. Yep. And so you know, there's a gambler o- Oklahoma and Kansas and Missouri, and they're all over the place, and that's and that's all awesome. Uh, and depending on where they camp, you know, some places I've, I've seen as much as a hundred bucks for a rig for a weekend that covers right. all your camping and maybe a band or something like that one yeah, night. A meal, a meal, a meal. Yeah, just everybody yeah. kind of does it their own way. Whoever cool. puts it on, and anybody can put one on. Yeah. Uh, so whoever puts it on, they just sort of do it how they want to do it. That's it's, cool. It's definitely not a money making thing for the coordinators <laughs> oh, yeah. to put it on. I mean, the, <laughs> it's more the fun. We, we've done that. We've done a ton of charity stuff, and yeah, it's hard. Like and, you, you have to enjoy what you're doing to do it. And I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's kind of a sticker club, you know, and swag. Everybody wants to buy a shirt. Everybody wants to build stickers, That's you know. Cool. So you go, go to these events and these coordinators kind of get some flack for not having some shirts and stuff. Well, yep. what happens if they buy a bunch of shirts and, and, and people don't buy them, yep. you know? So, yep. We've lived that life <laughs> before. Sure. So. That's awesome. Okay, um, let's. Uh, God dang, I feel like we've gone over a bunch. So we're at like fifty-five minutes now, just to give you guys an idea of like what people are listening to. So let's uh, let's probably let's work towards the end because I want to keep some good stories because we're, we're definitely doing this again. So like, <laughs> but before we leave that subject, so now I've I've heard a couple times tonight y'all have said the word fambler, right? Yeah. Which is like probably i think from talking to you is more like uh maybe not like the one big year event but like something like you get a few families together and y'all go have fun and do like live your live your gambler life with a smaller group right you're right so basically what happens is is when we bring in a car and we decide to make it our own as far as paint it put bigger wheels on it, whatever we do to it our kids are watching us do this the entire time Oh, yeah. And our, it, it's just like anything else. You may give your kid a paintbrush and let them do whatever they want to the side of this car. Well, these kids start thinking, like, this is fun. They want you to pick them up at school, you know. Mm. They want you to, to drop them off, oh, yeah. you know, at their friend's house and this. Yeah. And especially, you know, like, like I've got a limo. And they think it's just fun to cruise oh, around a limo in the back. Yeah. The limo. So, the kid, the, my daughters asked for me to pick them up uh, at gymnastics. And open the cutout, Daddy. Open the cutout when you pull up. To in the North Star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, so so these kids are living these lifestyles at the house. But then they're good parents. Yeah, but then when you <laughs> <laughs> but then when you leave, they're like, well, what did you do? You know, and so you get to show them pictures, some of the pictures. Yep. And uh, you don't show them so all the pictures. We decided, yeah. we decided, you know, let's let's just everybody's got families i mean this is our time to get out and have fun my wife goes reagan's wife goes and and all the wives at at first there wasn't very many wives and now we've got my wife and her friends have their own team i mean they've had a a a windstar van they painted pink like a barbie van and you know (laughs) that is how it started isn't it it, oh, that's awesome! It was it See, was a four hundred dollar Windstar van. I knew it'd be fun. So now it's our our wives are going, and so we try to do one or two a year that's kind of clean, and yep. we can bring our kids. I mean, as clean as we can be. But it's still, they're still, you know, we're still beer drinking and hanging out and carrying yeah. on talking about cars and running our mouths. But yeah. 
nothing. It's not gambling like, in the Ozarks. It is don't bring it's kids. a party. Don't bring kids. Don't bring, yeah, kids. It's, it's a party. bring your kids and don't bring your dog. Yeah, it's a party. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but the Fandler deal is, is really cool. And then there's the Gam Fam too, which is you know sort of the, the your group of buddies that you hang out with because like y'all met through the gambler that you met through the gambler yep. you know and and picking up trash is great for the kids you know i mean my kids are actually in 4-h so we do a lot of community service stuff yep. but i mean it's good for my kids to get out there and pick up other people's trash and yep. realize how bad that bad that is in the community you know and, yeah and, and uh, realize they don't need to throw that out the window. Yeah. 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 Or in so, the floor of Daddy's car. You know, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you as just bad a, that. As bad of people as, as we may look driving down the road and our, our loud, no pipes and big tires, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're trying to, to better things. Yeah. To be honest. We are a little obnoxious, but we're also, generally speaking, following the rules. We're respectful of landowners, we're respectful of law enforcement, we're respectful of each other. We, you know, number one rule, don't be a dick. We're not out there to tear things up. Uh, we may tear some tires up. Yeah, that, and know, some gravel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really, we, despite our outward appearance, we're trying to make a better place for everybody to hang out. And we That's like to awesome. be in the woods. We want the woods to be clean. Yeah. So uh, we you've kind of hinted at gambling in Ozarks is in the fall. But mm -hmm. how does, like, when is it and how does somebody sign up for it? Ooh, so it's kind of got <laughs> difficult with everything. Uh, we're trying to, you try to keep it small so you can contain what's going on there. Yeah. And we really promote people getting out and doing this stuff without an event. And we do that all the time. We won't, yeah. We'll just get together with three, three or four families and just go out and, and do the same thing. That's just awesome. not call it an event, you yeah. know. So uh, gambling Ozarks has kind of kind of turned into you have to know somebody, which I mean isn't hard. It's it's kind of a big deal it, now. Here's how you get involved in gambling the Ozarks: build a gambler yep. near the Ozarks <laughs> and put it on Facebook. There you go. And and find you can find me or Wes or you yep. know Brandon Terry any, any of these other folks that then they all have these gambler cars. And once you find one, you'll find a hundred of us. We will adopt you in. You and know? If, there you go. And if, and if you they will, found me, at we the found car a guy show. named Markle Knox. Yeah, <laughs> Markle Knox. He's a good dude. Actually, I recruited his wife. Yeah, and, and then she's she, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and, 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 and and Michael, you're here and didn't yep. know what the gambler was because no, I mean, because really, of your car. Yeah, yeah. And Wes saw your car. Wes saw your car at the car show and called me and said, "Hey, this guy. I don't know if he knows what the gambler is, but he's a gambler." Yeah. And so, if you want to be involved in it. Get a cheap car. Have a good time. It can be a Toyota yep. Corolla. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. Have a good time in it. And then just find a group of people, and you'll find this group of people if you're around the Ozarks. If yep. you're in California, you can find Gibby Gibson. If you're in Oregon, you can. there's a bunch of them in Oregon. Yep. You know, you can find them wherever you're at and start making friends on Facebook. And when you see an event pop up, show up. Yeah. And just show up. That makes sense. Well, and I mean, like you said, it's it's not like you've got to sign up and it's fifty dollar event fee, things like that. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's some events like you were saying that are sure. like that. But like, though, if if it's fifty bucks to get in and that promoter is paying for all that kind of stuff, they're going to be like, hey, hey, come over here, look at our stuff, yeah. please, right. give us your fifty so we can there's, afford to do this event. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So we talked about uh, accommodations. Uh, you're gonna. 
sleep on the grass under your car. Or it's I, yeah, I, if you're in the I would like to throw side. out that me and my wife sleep in the quiet campground. Yeah. Because yeah. we're old. <laughs> That's what I was and, I wasn't gonna say you were old, but like <laughs> And we yeah. like sleep. Yeah. So quiet and, and the quiet campground like at Gambling Ozarks, the quiet campground's about three quarters of a mile away. Yeah. And you can't hear the party through That's the woods. That's awesome. And, and so it's just a, get a decent night. This sleep. is a good time to bring up that it, there is all walks of life. There's all I mean, walks of life. You've got oh, that's where he takes me when I pass out. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what the quiet camp <laughs> There you go. But like there, there's people the that you know that they're they're eighteen years old, just out of high school, you know, have their whole oh, life yeah. ahead of them, don't know what they're gonna do. There's people that's that's you know Walmart vendors or, or doctors or nurse yeah. practitioners or that's awesome. I mean, so it's it's all walks of life. It, it, it's not limited to. I mean, sometimes it, it feels like a bunch of rednecks in the woods. Yeah, you don't have to just you don't you don't have to be a redneck from the woods. It <laughs> helps, <laughs> but you don't have to. <laughs> all right, so so last car stuff, and then I've got some like rapid fire. Um, questions that i want to ask you guys that are like something i ask everybody so uh but what is a car that you would love to build for the gambler like what's something that you're like man that would be so awesome this is man they're like they're like both staring off into like oh my god i've owned so many i mean anything i the the only thing i've thought of that would be fun to own is a relatively high horsepower v8 rear wheel drive anything (laughs) Oh, and yeah. and link and locker the rear end together yep. where it's locked up, and it would just be fun because we're on so many dirt roads, just just drifting around dirt roads there and being go. a general jackass because you ain't drifting <laughs> nothing in my Cadillac. It, it, it won't spin a tire on ice. <laughs> so you know, and this is what I've told people: you don't you don't find a gambler, a gambler finds you. Okay, <laughs> and we just had this conversation while we was on a pee break earlier. Uh, <laughs> But we, we were talking to each other. <laughs> there's, there's a specific car that actually, you know, it, it's funny because two worlds collide. But, but we actually bought a G body Chevy car that some dude back in night. It's a 1980 model. I'm guessing in 1985, he put a cooler on the back of it. Built a cooler. He owns it. Oh, he owned this an car ice. Is so awesome. <laughs> he owned an ice company and he built this car to haul ice to convenience stores. And it's literally. A shitty cooler, like an igloo lunchbox yeah, cooler it's on amazing. the back of this. I, I'm going to put pictures way earlier in this because Stephen and I actually were talking about buying that car too. So. Yeah, and it looks like an El Camino, but it's not. It's actually yeah, a, a it's Malibu wagon. Super is what badass. It is. But but those are the cars, you know. Don't so you don't you don't go specifically look for a car. I, I did, I've done it before. I thought an AMC Eagle would be perfect. You know, oh yeah, all wheel drive Good luck station wagon. Son of a bitch I found Eagle. one, and some old lady thought they was worth a fortune. They've been yeah. sideswiped. But anyway, yeah. but you find these cars. They come to you. Yeah. I mean, and once you get them, like I've got a Fiero. Well, now that I own a Fiero, which I don't know how many people in the world own Fieros, but once you oh, do own know. a Fiero, everybody tells you about other Fieros that they see. Okay, so it just happens, you know. Yeah. So a gambler finds you. You don't find a gambler. So, so there's not yeah. like a, it's not like man, I've got to find this car because you really you don't know what you're going to build for that. You you, you, you we, pop up on marketplace and that thing's just going to pop. You know, <laughs> right. it's just going to happen. I'm I gonna, am. I'm going to post a picture of three hundred dollars cash and I, I'm going to buy something that that I'm going to I'm going to take on a gambler. Hey, we we got caught on a trail a couple of years ago, not this last year, but the year before down a trail that we should not have been on. Yep. There's about 30 of us that went down it 
And in that group was my four-wheel drive Grand Cherokee, which I vowed to never put in four-wheel drive at the gambler event. I never did. But a Grand Cherokee. Cheater class. A lowered lowered (laughs) Honda Civic. Oh, damn. A Saab convertible. Multiple Crown Vicks. Astro (laughs) minivans. Astro (laughs) minivans are everywhere because they're bulletproof and And you can buy them for nearly nothing. Yep. Uh, Ford and you can Crown, sleep in the back. And you can sleep yeah. in Ford yeah. Crown. Like but you're a van hole. Camper. But you're a van hole. Van hole. If you buy a van, you're a van hole. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like it. But Crown, there's lots of Crown Vicks because yeah. Crown Vicks can be bought cheap. Yeah, those bastards. Uh, you know, there, there's there's not one car that works or doesn't work. Yep, because they all work. Because they all work. Yeah. It's impractical. You want, you want an impractical car yeah. and yeah. go do stuff that's... That you shouldn't be like you a lowered Civic, a lowered on, Civic on 348 miles of gravel. Road. Yeah, and they'll surprise <laughs> you. You'll have a completely new appreciation for a piece of junk car. Yeah, you know, you don't care. You don't care. You know, it's that's amazing. Why that's why we're here tonight is because I bought a car that I didn't care about. Like I've never built a car that I didn't care about. And Which sell the cart? And coincidentally, then, is the best car ever manufactured. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> I, mean, I love yeah, it. I'm like today, I cut the hood in Lincoln, half. Like that Lincoln, Lincoln Town Cars, Crown Vicks. Those oh, yeah. are kind of yeah. those are the cars that just work. Yeah. You know, uh, Bu- drive V8s, Buick uh, Grand. What are those things? The the wagons, Buick. Roadmaster. Roadmaster. Yeah. Uh, we ended up with one of those one time. They're tough cars. I that's mean, Caprice awesome. is anything that, that cops use. That's, that's full. Are great yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Those cars usually can handle some stuff. They All can right. handle some stuff. Are you all ready for the rapid fire stuff Let's before we it. get out of here? Rapid yep. fire. Okay. Hit me with it. All right. Fastest you've ever driven. As fast as a CBR 1000 will go. So probably 170. 170-ish. See, I was a sport bike guy too for a yeah. long time. As, as fast as it'll go. Yeah. I sat on the back for that. That's awesome. Different motorcycle, but yeah. I mean, do I get to use commercial airlines in this? Or do <laughs> I just, nope. I mean, because the other one is like driven slash ridden. So yeah. I, fa- I mean, fastest I'm, I've been in a car is probably a hundred and a quarter in an yeah. Impala SS. There you go. I mean, my farm truck will get up and go. It do that. 137 mile an hour. Man, I've got I got a 450 horse 012 valve. <laughs> diesel, by God, diesel rabbit pickup. There you go. 90, 98 <laughs> mile an hour, completely redlined. You know, that's uh, awesome. All right, uh, this one is purely for. I'm hoping that later in the future I'll get a sponsorship. If you had two cans side by side, this is the premise, and you're working on something, WD40 or PB Blaster. PB Blaster. PBR every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. All right, when you're... Hey. Perfect. When when you're working on something, are you gloves or are you bare hand kind of guy? Like, I'm talking about like you're working, working on the car. <laughs> I mean, y'all both got kids. Bare I hands. know that story. Yeah, my hands aren't sensitive. They're bare hands every time. Yeah, and for me, it depends on what I'm... For me, really, it depends on what I'm doing to the car and what I'm doing the next day. Hang on. If I'm I'm willing to get gloves on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm packing wheel bearings or something like that and I got a meeting in the morning, I wear gloves. Let's just just go ahead and say the COVID-19 restrictions on rubber gloves did not affect this guy one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still pissed at Harbor Freight they don't have the gloves. Yeah, they don't gloves. have the gloves. Yeah, they all away. the same thing. Like, do I, do I have a meeting tomorrow? Shit, right. I can't go in. Like, right. I've been <laughs> rolling around pulling a... Uh, Generally speaking, I'm no gloves kind of guy. Yep. All right. Not talking gambler. We're talking, like, dream car number one. If you had unlimited funds, what would it be? 67 Chevelle Malibu. Damn, I like your style. Whatever my wife wants. 
There you go. Just <laughs> brand new Suburban. Yeah. <laughs> Escalade ESV, she don't care. Whatever. Unlimited funds. <laughs> I am going to say. Well, yeah, unlimited funds might not be a 67 oh, Chevelle, but reality potential someday, 67 Chevelle. Yep. I would say 98 Dodge 12 valve with a quad cab one ton with an NV4500 because the 5600 hadn't come out yet. There you go. But if you get a 12 valve with the quad cab and a dually with a, a bell bed on it, I could feed some cows, <laughs> put some kids put some kids in the back and not worry about a single stinking computer. There you yeah. go. You know. Awesome. All right, guys, hey, I really really appreciate y'all's time. We've I don't know, done this 2 hours now. So <laughs> We, uh, I, I'm gonna, we got, there's always time to talk about cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, this this will not be our last one. So um, if you're still listening to the podcast, we appreciate that <laughs> for sure. Um, make sure you subscribe. And uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, I'll have tons of cool videos of their stuff, and, uh, and we'll go from there. So, all right. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. All right, I won't take it on any longer there. I really appreciate it. If you are still around, thank you so much. Uh, I had a blast with those guys. This will not be the last time we are with them, obviously. Uh, we actually have a couple different videos planned uh, to go along with this setup. We're just trying to get a good time to get out and get those shots. So thanks again. Uh, if you want to keep up with like daily stuff with us, uh, we're on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I will have an update on the next podcast for the narcs cart setup which i don't even think i've mentioned it to you guys in the uh, podcast so uh it is a super fun project so anyways thank you very much i really appreciate it bye